On this episode, we review opening night of Disney World's new After Hours offering, Jollywood Nights at Hollywood Studios. Today is November 14th, 2023, and this is episode 617 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and as always, I'm joined by my festive wife, Rhonda. Hey guys! Make sure you check us on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. And if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button, you get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. We keep mentioning how many great deals and rates there are through the end of 2023 down at Disney World. Also, early 2024, so if you are looking to book, make sure you contact Main Street Magic Travel and get a free quote at MainSTMagicTravel.com. And then finally, if you're planning that trip to Disneyland or Walt Disney World, you did not get those advanced dining reservations that you were truly hoping for, don't worry because Mouse Dining removes the frustration of booking Disney dining reservations, alerting you when they spot availability for your desired restaurant, date, meal, and time. And yes, this really does work. Visit msmfriends.com to use this free service. So today we are talking about the all brand new Jollywood Nights that is at Hollywood Studios. And this is a ticketed event. This is um, basically like an after hours party. Yeah, that's how they're that's how they're touting it as opposed to a, a party. Right. Like the word party isn't even used technically. Okay. It's it's being yeah, it's being touted as an after hours. Okay. Whereas, you know, over at Magic Kingdom you have Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And, and you Mickey's have very, yeah, Merry very Merry Christmas party. party. Um This is Jollywood Nights. Yeah, after hours event. And it really stays true to that wording because of the fact that it only runs from eight thirty uh, PM to twelve thirty AM. So it is only four hours long. Mm-hmm. It's a very short time it is and we'll talk a little bit about that um there's only a total of i believe 10 nights um 10 11 12 nights something like that and tickets are running between uh, 159 dollars all the way up to 179 dollars now the night that we went was opening night was uh believe the most expensive night at 179 okay Uh, most of the other nights are at 159 that are during the week and then you have uh, into December, as you get for the last four dates, December 4th, 6th, 18th, 20th, um, and then the 16th is sold out, is $169 a person. So, for example, us all in was $381.28 for, two for of us. our two tickets. Yes. So, it is expensive. Yeah, and there's not many Saturday nights. No, there's not. A lot of this is really looking at during the week. Monday I mean, there's and only Wednesdays. Yeah, there's three total Saturday nights. Uh, the one that we went, and then next Saturday, and both of those are sold. This coming Saturday, I should say now, and both of those are sold out. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at Mondays and Wednesday nights. Um, basically, uh, there's four more weeks of that going into December with the last party, or I'm sorry, the last after hours on the twentieth. But th- this being the first year. Um, and, and this is what we'll probably spend a lot of time talking about is there's going to be kinks. Oh, there's going to be things to work out. hundred percent. Much, much expected. Yep. But we'll kind of go through because I will say four hours is it will never be enough. But 
Yes, you are correct, to but do I everything. also don't feel it, like the hours at the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas and the Halloween is also not enough. Correct. So, with that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and say I hope they do this. I hope this is a hit. Yeah. I hope they do this year after year. I do too. I would really like to go back again next year. And this would be, I think I would probably do this like the Halloween, where I want to go every year. Oh, 100%. Because... Uh, yeah, we'll, I think we'll both agree with that from the beginning. Yeah, because, I mean, it you, you want to do the things like, well, we didn't get to do this. Well, there's next year. Yeah. You know, so kind of well, like, yeah. And like with anything, especially when it comes to these parties or after our events is... The main thing is prioritizing what you want to do. Correct. Because of the fact that there is no way you're going to do it all. Correct. Um, there's definitely no way you're going to do it all on an opening night when they're we're working out kinks. Yeah. Uh, this was also a media night. Yes, so, it was. And, and just going back, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot on social media, I'm, and, and I'm trying not to let that influence me whatsoever. I mean, obviously, we were there with the same people. Correct. But... One thing that somebody said, which made a lot of sense, is it didn't feel as though Disney accounted for all of the media that they invited and brought in with the regular number of tickets they were selling. So, for that example, my guess is this coming Saturday, the 18th, is a sold out party. There will be less people there yep. than I think there was the opening night because mm -hmm. there's not going to be the media and the influencers and all right. of those types of folks. Yep. So I do think that that was um, a bit of an, an issue. Um, but let's I guess let's just talk like this is one where, you know, we it was another evening where I didn't sit on my phone the whole night taking notes. I mean, mm -hmm. I took some, but really we just want to kind of talk about our night and how everything went. So you can get in if, if you don't have a day ticket or you don't have an annual pass the way that we do. You can get in at 630. Mm -hmm. They're going to close the park officially at eight and the party's going to start at 830. So we got there. I think we got there around between just six and before 6 seven. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. around 630 ish. Yeah. Because we were basically going and, and, and here, for example, here is the first issue that I hope that Disney will potentially find a way to fix mm -hmm. prior to the rest of this year. Now, how many tickets they're selling? They're, they can't. They're not changing that. If, if somebody in PR or Disney or whatever last night stood back and went, oh, no, we sold way too many tickets. They're not going to scale back this year. Right. So that that part's over. They might in the future. Right. Like we said, when we did the Halloween party um, last month in the last month, it was a sold out Halloween party. It did not feel like any sellout we've ever been to yeah. based on the amount of people. It, there was not nearly as many people. It was amazing. It was outstanding. And, I mean, and I hate to say it, but that's probably taken some years for well, that to get to it. Of course it does. hundred percent. So. And, and, and Disney's going to have to weigh guest satisfaction and ticket sales on whether they then scale back the capacity or right. not. Right. If they continue, if people continue to buy tickets, they're not going to scale it back. Yeah. Now. If people complain and stop buying tickets, yeah. then they're going to go, all right, now we got to make a change. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. But so the, the thing that was interesting, so you go and you scan in the front turnstile as normal. Unlike the parties over at Magic Kingdom, you're not being given your credentials or, or your, your, you know, we'll probably say party a lot. 
even though we mean after hours. Right. You're not giving your party, and this was really cool because they actually gave out lanyards. Like that was keepsake super cool. lanyards. Yeah. Along with a, uh, your standard kind of wristband that yep. they do. Um, they were not doing that when you checked in at the front gate, which was interesting. And but it was again, super weird because when we did check in at the front gate, there was this whole line mm-hmm. and huge like area that it looked like we were supposed to go. And I even asked a cast member. She was like, I'd stay where you are. And I was like, OK, so yeah, we had, got we got in real quick. Yeah, they had event specific lines. Yeah. And then. Once we got through the turnstile, then we had to go all the way over to another line. Yeah. Which I think... Over at the Mickey Shorts Theater. I think the same people that were getting in and that giant line mm-hmm. still had to go where we were. Correct. Yeah, so that, that's where they were was... giving out your lanyard and they were giving they were checking your band to make sure that you had purchased tickets. Yep. And that or they were giving out your wristband. And... And this is one of those two where all the kinks will be worked out. Um, like you didn't know that walking in. Correct. You didn't know what the deal was. It was kind of like you had to kind of ask around, figure out what's up. And that's what they said. Yeah, go over to the Mickey Shorts Theater. And this we waited in this line. It was it stretched all the way down to almost baseline tap house. It right? was before y'all got. Yeah. It was moving quick. It was moving very quick and they were killing but, it inside. Yep. And the cast members were doing a wonderful job. Yep. There was a manager that was walking the line the whole time, just letting people know. Um, there was a guy behind us who was an extremely rude. I won't use words because it's a family podcast, but um, Rhonda went and got in line. The three of us, because Lucy and Caleb were with us, we went to go to the bathroom. And then we came up. He was like, um, excuse me, you have to the end of the lines back there. And we're like, oh, you know, she was just she was waiting for us. We had to go to the bathroom. And he's like, well, you're still cutting line. And then he used some choice words behind us. Then minutes later, the the cast member, the manager comes by and she's saying to every single person, I apologize for the long line. It's the first night. We're working out some kinks, but it's going to be worth it. We're, you know, we're so excited to have you here. And we're just like, yes, thank you. Being as nice as we can. And then this guy lays into her for three to four minutes straight about sad. how this is ridiculous. It's awful. It's like, OK, dude. You and we know, did not have just, our be nice to cast members no, on. I wish we did have I that. I did, too. But we were dressed is the glitz and glamour. Yeah. And and that, that was, was and that was super fun. You know, the way that we do things, that we like to do things, you know, whether it's the Halloween party or the Christmas party or going to see Neil Patrick Harris, like, go all in. And there were a lot of people. And it was, there everything. was. It was everything from regular park gear. Yep. To um, regular Christmas gear. Yep. To folks like us where I was in a full suit with a fedora and vest and bow tie and Rhonda had this beautiful flapper dress and the, you know, the like 1920s looking headband with the jewels on it and your your long gloves that went up, you know, Mm -hmm. past your elbows. And so that part right there was just super fun. But and we were with Lucy and Caleb. Yeah. And they were definitely just dressed in Christmas. Mm hmm park gear which was great yeah. and they you know and it was comfortable yeah, and, and, and it was and it was even everything from that to people in matching head to toe like christmas pajamas you know like mm-hmm. so it was a little bit of everything mm-hmm. which i love it's the same way that like you can go to the halloween party and not dress in costume and not feel correct. left out correct the same way you could go to this you know yep. I, I, in fact more people were in more standard park gear than they were you know dressed to the nines i would say um, but but yeah, there was a, there a little was bit of everything. Lot, yeah, there was a lot too. It was just really neat to see everybody. And I uh, am obviously um, biased, but Rhonda was the best dressed person in that entire park. Huh. Like I will I will say that 
Thanks, and it's babe. I think it's factual information. The amount of comments and all that you got, like it looked like they plucked you off of a stage for one of the shows and just put you in the crowd. Aww. Like it was, you looked outstanding. Everything from just your look in general to your makeup, to your hair, to what you were wearing. Like you just looked absolutely stunning. Um, I've known you for 21 years and that's probably top five most just stunning, beautiful I've ever seen you. So I do want to I do want to say that and point that out. And and when you go and you look at our pictures, does zero justice like what you see of me in the picture. That's just what I looked like. (laughs) The pictures do not do you justice about Mm. how amazing you looked. So thank you. um, Did want to put that out there. But yeah, so this is, you know, this has a lot of focus on um, entertainment. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of focus on on character meet and greets, some special character meet and greets. Um, it's got a lot of focus on some of the shows and all that they're doing. And we had set the priority that we really want to see the what's this, the the Tim Burton Nightmare Before Christmas sing along. Yep. That was a priority for us. Yes, it was. Um, a priority for us was to see the uh, holiday uh, merry mashup um, that they are doing over at the in the Beauty and the Beast Theater, which they're calling uh, Disney Ho- Holidays in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That was a, a major thing. And then another thing that on our checklist was to see Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, mm. which is only one showing at 1230 yep. as they're closing the party down. Um, and we'll talk individually about each of those, but we got to do all three. Yes. Another priority of ours was to get into the Jazzy Holidays, which they were doing at uh, the Brown Hollywood Brown Derby. Correct. And this was, you had to do a walk-up list. Yep. This was sit down, table service, yes, dining. Was. Yep. And so that was a major thing on our checklist, and we got to do that as yep. well. Let's thanks walk to Lucy. through. Yes, thanks to Lucy. Uh, Lucy was virtual queue walk up queen. She was this weekend. Like she was outstanding. Let's talk first because I don't think there's a need to do just like a replay of our night from beginning to end. Let's talk about first. Uh, well, we saw the- I would like to start and go a little back to getting ready in the room, mm-hmm. and we were headed back from Springs. And we'll talk about more of our um, the whole weekend and food and everything on our next. Yes, we got some good dining. Uh, Narcusis at the bar. Some new items there. We did the holiday menu at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Um, yes. We'll talk all about that. Food we will. Next but episode. Um, we were headed back, and I was like, "Why does it look like it's going to rain?" And it looked like it was going to rain, and it did while we were getting ready. But then it stopped. So I was like, "It was still very humid out," um, but it was great. So, like I said, let's go now fast forward to we get through the turnstiles and we're in line. We get all through that. And then let's go. Go ahead. And where yeah, were you going so, with it? Yes. Yeah, so we go. Um, the first show in there about yes. um, on the hour every hour is the, the what's this? Yes. Holiday sing along of Nightmare Before Christmas. This is in Hyperion Theater where the Frozen sing along takes place. Yes. And they are transforming this. Um, they're basically, you still have the screen, of course, uh-huh. but then they're covering up both sides where you have the frozen themed, yeah. um, area with big, uh, draperies that are nightmare before Christmas mm-hmm. looking. And this is what you would think. It's a, it's a sing-along. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't go through as much and it isn't as lengthy as the frozen sing-along, but you're, we had no idea what to expect. Had no idea. And there is basically, there's an old school, um, like black and white TV mm-hmm. and there's two people uh, sitting in chairs that have fallen asleep. And I, I still, I think it was supposed to all be a dream. Uh, like, I'm not sure if it was supposed to be a dream or what. Yeah. Exactly, I'm not sure but... either. Let's not give too much away okay. for those people that do want to okay. go see it. 
because if you don't, if, if, if you, you want to skip ahead thirty seconds, do so now. Yeah, because there's there's a major spoiler that you'll you'll probably maybe hear about, but we had no idea. Is I had that no idea. The eleven foot tall Jack puppet from the Christmas party was going to walk out on stage. God, it was amazing. It was amazing. Now, when you when you see this at the Christmas party and it's up on the stage in front of Cinderella Castle, it's mind-blowing, right? It's, yeah. When you see it this close, it's even more mind-blowing. It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. And it was so funny because the night before we saw um, our friend Chris over at Narcusi's and mm-hmm. he was talking about, he actually had met um, mm-hmm. some of the some folks that had worked on this puppet. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, and they were like, it's it's their favorite thing they've ever worked on. It's and it so just cool. is absolutely incredible when this thing comes out. It is just so cool. And the whole the whole show, like being a Nightmare Before Christmas fan, um, and that's why I don't want to like spoil too much, um, but being a Nightmare Before Christmas fan, this is an absolutely must do. Yeah. Like it was fantastic. I loved it. But even Lucy and Caleb have never seen a Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-mm. And they were clapping Seriously? and loving it. Like they they were in, they were enjoying it. So even as as folks that haven't wow, seen it and, and aren't fans, they enjoyed it and loved it. And we got three songs, right? Because we got this is Halloween. We got the Sally song. We got Oogie Boogie song. Mm-hmm. And I believe actually maybe there was four that it closed with. You yeah. also get the the full size Oogie Boogie comes out on stage. Wow, it was super cool. Which was just amazing. Yep. And it just you get Snope. Like it was just this this feel. And I was questioning because we are the type that feel that Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween movie. We 100%. don't watch it after Halloween. No, we don't. This was so, so the, fitting. And it was because I was a little like, I guess, nervous about that. I was like, okay, this, all oh, right, um, I get and it, the but only why? reason I wanted to see it was because I love Nightmare oh, Before yeah, Christmas. Heck yeah. And not for nothing, it is, you know, only November 12th. Yeah. And literally... I'm like, all right, well, we just kind of came off Halloween. I'm I'm still okay with this, but this was fantastic and very non-Halloween mm-hmm. feeling, obviously. Yeah, and and I would I would probably look. Uh, this is one of those things where we thought, all right, first show is at eight thirty. Party or the the event starts at eight thirty. Let's get it done. Yeah, and I'm really glad that we did. Yeah, because immediately that takes some pressure off. Yes, we got one picture by the tree, which was mm-hmm. great. But that's the one thing I think I'm sad we that missed we the photo really ops. missed the photo ops. There was, like, I mean, and, and we'll get some of this part out of the way. We missed a ton. Yeah, we did. You know, we didn't do any character meet and greets because nope. they were all ridiculously long lines. I saw but people was, waiting 45 minutes to over an hour for yeah. like Phineas and Ferb. But it was neat that we did to see them. Yes, you got to see them from a we distance and walk past. Um, we never walked into Galaxy's Edge. We never walked in through Toy Story area. We pretty much missed uh, the the um, the stuff, the party part that was going on in the ABC Commissary Lane and oh, yeah. that area. Yep. Uh, we went over to the Tip Top Club, which was not well laid out at Tower of Terror because, again, lines were super long for the bar. Mm-hmm. Now, right outside of the gift shop as you exit, you could go ahead and see they had a jazz band set up, and that's where you could hang out. But if you wanted any of the specialty drinks, um, all the food lines, which food was a priority, mm-hmm. but we didn't have a single item we'll talk about brown derby but outside of brown derby right. for food because lines were ridiculously did, long yeah they did the donut correct yeah the the peanut butter and jelly donut and they said it was one of the best things they've ever had yes absolutely did. loved it over at fairfax yes. fair so 
and, and in the end, I like we missed a ton, and that stinks. We did, but for us, it had no negative impact on our evening. Correct. We absolutely loved it. Right. It's one of those things that makes us want to go back even more. Correct. So let's move on to the next show that we saw, which is Disney's Holidays in Hollywood, which is over there uh, where the Beauty and the Beast um, mm-hmm. stage is. And we actually saw the last showing at 1145. We did. There were times in the night where um, I saw that lines to get into this show were stretching all the way down Sunset Boulevard into Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, wow. So we picked really well by doing the very last show. Yeah. And it's something I would probably recommend, you okay. know, and we walked up with 10, we got in with 10 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. So we walked up with about 15 minutes before the show. We walked up around 1130 yeah. and had zero issue getting in. Yeah, that was nice. Um, now this is going to include, it's kind of hosted, they're, they're doing it as like a star studded holiday live special. Okay. The way that they're treating it as okay. though they were filming a live special. In fact, there's even like commercial breaks and there's old school, old timey. Um, commercials that play over the loudspeaker. Yeah. Uh, this is hosted by Kermit and Miss Piggy. Uh, you're also going to get Tiana, Belle, Minnie Mouse, and Mickey Mouse. Um, and then it's accompanied by a talented cast of singers, dancers, and jazz musicians. What did you think? What did you think of this show? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I loved Belle in her dress. Mm-hmm. God, she's beautiful. It's it's from the it's loved... from the Christmas yes special. I know you love Tiana oh, when she came out. Two songs. I was very excited for you. Yeah, stunning. Um, yeah. I... I don't love the Muppets, so everybody who is like, yeah. oh my God, wants to hate me right now, but I don't. Um, it was cute, though. Um, Peggy and Kermit, of course, have always, you know, been iconic. So yeah. it was cute, but I would have been fine. I would have been better, I mean, with Minnie and Mickey. Like, yeah, more of. More of, but I it's it fine. Was, it was great. Yeah, it was like, great. I'm so glad we saw it. I'm too. I wouldn't put it on my list for next year. I kind of agree i'd be with okay you skipping that. over it whereas yes. i would do the sing-along again oh yeah but i would skip this one since we've seen it yeah i love that they had tiana i love that they gave her a ton of time and did two songs i have no idea why they did though why i feel like they could have crammed a lot more into this and they chose not to oh it, it moved i mean to give her two full songs yeah. as opposed to giving it to someone else it just was very random but I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And and it was like, it felt like something, you know, I feel like our parents would have grown up and it would have been on the wonderful world of Disney on a Sunday night and the family would have gathered around the TV yeah. and watched this, you know, half hour live special brought to you by Walt Disney. Like, right. so it, it, it fit everything perfect. And if you are going to this after hours event, mm-hmm. I would recommend you see it. Yeah. I'm not saying skip it. But unless, once you see it, you may want to skip it next year. Or Again, unless your priorities I just started lie to say, with something else. Exactly. If your yeah. priorities are more pictures, are more, um, you know, f- food and or meet and greets, then I definitely would say you wouldn't miss much. Like Lucy and Caleb missed it. But but, they but I don't think it. they missed it. <laughs> right. No, that's so, a good way to that's a yeah. good way to put it. Um, let's talk about closing out the night for the first time in four years. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam is back. Oh my goodness. I have always loved this so much. Yes. We're huge fans of Prep and Landing. Yes. Prep and Landing 2. Yep. Everything that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. It, we, we walked out of the, the show, the holiday show in the Beauty and the Beast Theater 
and the skies had decided it is not rained in Florida in so <laughs> long. It's not funny, but this and is it why decided this was well, the night it was going to do it. And thank is, God it didn't happen until 1215 yeah, in the morning. This is why I wanted to like talk about the rain before yeah. we were leaving. So I thought we were done. Great. I thought, we I thought it. we missed it too. And I was like, okay. And yeah, we walk out and I'm like, okay, it, it, it's, it's starting, it's starting to rain. And, and, at this point, I don't even know if I looked at my watch or if it was dead, but I think I remember being like, all right, who cares? Uh, it's the end of the night. I'm I'm not worried yeah. about my hair. I'm yeah. not worried. Well, with that being said, we did not seek shelter. Uh, we saw Michelle and Scott again, and we were going to hang with them, but they actually had media stuff, so... We just went and stood out. Stood in that rain. In the middle. Consistent. The, it was not pouring, it wasn't but pouring, it was but it consistent. Was consistently steady, regular drops. Yeah. Not like heavy, not like, but just where, where we were drenched. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was. And, and at this point, wet. at this point, most like folks. Like took a shower. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, and at this point, most folks had either left because they just were done for the evening and they were tired, or they left because of the rain. So or getting a spot had... for Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, you could pretty much get yeah. any spot you wanted. So but we kind of did... stood dead center, got yeah. a good spot. Like, But I did see a lot of ponchos. Ton of ponchos. Ton of them. And um, umbrellas that we just didn't have. Yeah, and it was just one pack. of those things. I just was like, again. I mean, we, we got so wet. So I had bought... I was wearing my suit. I just, I mean, one of the suits that I own. And then I had gotten on Amazon. I mean, really, I think it was listed under like a great Gatsby, you know, kind of like outfit, which was a red vest, red bow tie, uh, red fedora. Um, not of the highest quality we would find because everything underneath me, my dress, my white dress shirt and my white uh, undershirt, my 32 degrees undershirt that I wore underneath are stained in red. It, it like... At the end of the night, if I was just walked around in that shirt on the streets in Orlando, I would be stopped by police and be like, excuse me, sir, did you just murder someone? Because yeah. it looks like something out of a Halloween movie. Yeah, it kind of was bad. I, they're probably destroyed. Um, the vest still looks fine. We can try. But I think everything underneath is, is done for. But, I mean, we were drenched. Like, <laughs> it, was... it, it, yeah, it, it was a lot. But what I was so surprised by is they put off the entire Jingle Bell, Jingle Thank Bam, including God. fireworks, everything. Yes. And it was just as wonderful as I remember. Yep. I, I it love amazing. it so much. I I hate that. Like, it's understandable that you go to Magic Kingdom and the Halloween party and the Very Merry Christmas party, and they put a specialty fireworks behind a paywall, an extra paywall mm -hmm. with a ticket. I hate that they're doing this. I, I wish that they would bring, bring back Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam every evening for the holiday season and then maybe do something specialty for this. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that it is back in some yeah. form and, and that we got to see it. Um, but I wish that they would do it every night and then it maybe brought something a little different, but I just, I absolutely love it. And with about a minute or two to go, cause we know when it's ending, we turned around to head out, yeah. uh, made it right to a bus, got right on a bus. It was another one of those weekends where our bus luck, I felt like, was pretty dang good. Oh, I was very happy at this yes, point. Because this is now 1250 in the morning. Basically. Right. And I'm, and I decided to stand instead of sit because I literally was dripping. Yeah. Like I stood by where the wheelchairs come up and that second door on the bus 
and I literally was just dripping so then it could just kind of roll I out. Know. It, it was, was just, just crazy. And like, and like my fedora, basically water was just pulling inside of like the brim of the fedora because it goes up a little bit. So then like if I like tilted one way, it was just like a waterfall coming down off of it. And now that I've been wearing glasses for a while, like they were just covered and like it was, but it, you know, and we're, we still got more to talk about, but this is one of those things, and I was I was uh, going back and forth with um, Professor Leisure on Twitter, Daniel Miller, for mm-hmm. our friend, um, which first of all was super cool because Lacey actually was part of a group that danced at the halftime of the University of Central Florida game, yep. and Daniel was there, and he sent me a picture of them performing and all, and I was like, keep an eye out, listen for, you know, listen for the Mustangs, and, you know, and he just took a picture of the whole field and was like, I know she's in there somewhere, like, they're great and all, so it was really cool, but we're having a conversation about the cost of this, because it's very expensive, and mm-hmm. the offerings and everything, and... Because you don't get anything free like you get no, nothing at is the included. parties. Yeah, nothing is included. Candy for the Halloween yep. and then cookies and yeah, hot cookies chocolate, and hot chocolate for and stuff. Yeah. the Mickey's not so Which scary. is or very merry. Which can be kind of typical of an after hours. So and it's not like they were ex- anybody was expecting that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like it was advertised as that, but it is something to know because this is a very expensive ticket. And I had said at one point, because other people were chiming in, we we're talking on Twitter, and I said, um, I said, regardless of however the night goes and how the offerings are the crowds, the whatever, I already know we're going to have an amazing time. Yes. Because you and I are together. We're there with Lucy and Caleb. Yes. Some of our great, great, great friends. Yes. It's going to be what we make it. Yeah. I understand it is very easy to get to get salty and get upset when you have a line that's an hour long. And I felt so bad yeah. for, for one of our friends that um, her and her husband were there with her son. Yes. Um, and they waited... I think she said like 45 minutes for Phineas and Ferb. Unfortunately, um, Disney handlers were bringing in some influencers and cutting lines so that they could get photos. Mm -hmm. They were taking, she said, anywhere between three to five minutes sometimes with the characters. And then when the rain started, they cut and left and they never, they didn't get to meet them. Yeah. That's an issue. That was, and I 100% understand being upset about that. Yeah. hundred percent. Where There's I'm coming from, where, yeah, yeah, and but where I'm coming from with us is that we knew we didn't have time to do everything, yeah. So we're not upset on the things we didn't get to do, correct? Um, even though I do think that um, the execution of this was very was mishandled poorly in general, as far as how many tickets they sold, mm-hmm. how they were doing some things, um, you know, people. People put a lot of emphasis on the the specialty food and drink because Disney put a lot of emphasis on the. You know what I mean? Right. If people had just showed up and they'd have been like, oh, by the way, we have some cool treats. No, they're blasting it out on Disney Parks blog. They're making a huge deal of look at all these incredible food offerings you're going to get. And then almost nobody can get them because the lines are too long. Right. Um, so there are there are some other uh, entertainment offerings, including the holiday fiesta uh, in La Calle which is a Latin holiday music festival, basically, that's happening there on Commissary Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, that have... was, I think, right in front of um, Sci-Fi, correct? Yeah, yeah, right, I got yeah, to right, in between, a bit. right in between Sci-Fi and heading back down towards Mickey and Minnie's. It was filling up that area. So yeah. we kind of saw a little bit of it yep. from a distance. Um, and over there by Baseline Tap House and all. Yeah. Um, of course, the Twilight Soiree at the Tip Top Club, which mm-hmm. is down there in the, the kind of courtyard garden area by... Um, uh, Tower of Terror. Um, they had uh, a lot of like Powerline Max, Phineas and Ferb were the ones that were meeting right there around Echo Lake. Mm-hmm. So we got to see them yes. even though we didn't meet them. 
Yep. Um, you had a DJ spinning holiday music right there on Hollywood Boulevard as you walked in, which mm-hmm. was super cool. And then you had the Jazzy Holidays at the Hollywood Brown Derby. Now, we had a little bit of insider information because we asked, but this was not advertised. Another one that I think Disney missed out on is they said um, for the for the Jazzy Holidays, the Hollywood Brown Derby, you have to join a walk-up list when the party starts. Mm-hmm. Party starts at 8.30. So when that wonderful manager was walking around before the guy behind her was a complete hole, um, <laughs> I, I said to her, I said, um, what's what's up with the, the Hollywood Brown Derby? We want to join the walk-up list. She said, that starts at 8.15. That was never advertised. And I saw a lot of people get on social that did not get in because they went at eight, they tried at 8.30, Aww. which is what everyone expected. Right. So again, that's a little bit of a misfire on Disney's part, but it's also the reason that we went to the very first night so that we can tell you it starts at 8.15. Mm-hmm. And it is going to be through my Disney experience the same way you would join any walk-up list for a restaurant. Right. It's not a virtual queue. It is a walk-up list. Right. So when you go in there, it will populate, it will show up, and you can go ahead and join. Lucy snagged it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, it was 8.15. Um, honestly, I would check just to be on the safe I'd side start at, at 8. eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, in case, and they might change just something. Exactly. Or when you arrive, ask. Yep. Go ahead and yep. ask. Uh, we didn't have to wait too long. There, it was Again, it was one where it was like, hey, your your return time will be about 10 minutes. And then we went over there and they were like, yeah, this is going to take a while. And then like five minutes later, it was ready because we went over for you to buy your Pandora stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so it worked out great. And one thing we never recommend, like if you're going to the Halloween party, going to Christmas party, is do not waste your time on sit down dining. Correct. But this. (laughs) This was. Do this. Because the food was really good and the music inside was really good. I will say, though. Brown Derby is always to me. That's why I always want to do the lounge inside. I've never been like not that impressive. It isn't. No, this um, was. There was something about this. Well, it yeah. I mean, it's I guess out maybe, for the holidays. Yeah. A lot of the folks in there are dressed up. Yeah. Right. We sat right at a table next to Craig and Rhino from the yeah, Diz. So cool. it was super cool to see them. Craig is just the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got to chat with him for a little bit. Uh, then and a little bit later, but. A lot of the people are dressed up. They've got a a, a piano player that right there, cool. center stage. It that was it cool. Elevated. It did the, feel... it, it's what Brown Derby. It's what the Hollywood Brown Derby should feel like year round. I kind of agree with that because it did feel like the glitz and glamour. Yeah, of... It felt exclusive. Yeah. Like I like I felt like I felt like we were like royalty or something. Yeah. Just being in there, it was amazing. And Patrick, our server, was. Mm-hmm outstanding yeah he was would you like to talk about some of the food because i think in the end i think we had everything we had everything but the tofu bao bun correct so let's let's go through let's start first with the oyster rockefeller oh my goodness. because between us ordering and lucy and caleb ordering yes. we were able to to get a sampling basically of everything so yes. talk oyster rockefeller which i don't think you can call this oyster rockefeller yeah this was super weird because it says oyster rockefeller and it says spinach foam shaved parmesan Ricardo pepper relish and a salmon caviar. Um, This was basically just a fried oyster. Yeah, it wasn't in the shell. Right, it wasn't in the shell. It was fried with the stuff around it. 
Yeah, breaded and fried. Um, and then spinach foam on yeah, top and all. And, and it was fantastic. Holy smokes! This was like it was great. It was weird because a perfect bite. Yeah. Just, and this is one of those where I would say like if if you've never had oysters because and I get it you look at them they're the boogers of the sea right right they look right. disgusting they can feel disgusting in your mouth they're they're they taste like salt water but they can be very good this like is the way to go if you're going to try oysters for the first time I would agree holy moly because this was so true good true oyster rockefeller you don't see the oyster right but it's smothered usually it's like smothered in the... and when you eat it you still taste mm-hmm. and it's still Briny. squishier yeah. which <laughs> Squishy. i mean it's the right word um but this one was not no like it was just a good it was firm the oyster because it was cooked and all yep. was firm the breading was perfect the, the foam from yep. the spinach but like this was delicious yes it was i absolutely loved this yes it was, it was like this this is one if this was something they were like Man, this turned out to be like a hit. Let's put it on the lounge. Oh, menu. I'd go get we'd it. Get it every single time Absolutely. we went to Hollywood Studios. I would go sit just for this. Yes. Uh, let's move on to the crispy duck drumettes. This was a spicy orange glaze, carrots, and kumquats. Um, Lucy and Caleb got this. Yes. Let us have a piece of duck. Oh, that was fantastic. It was really good. My only fault with this, I thought it was too citrusy. It had like a citrus oh, sauce to it. it, and it was a little too acidic. But the the duck and all was cooked to yeah. perfection. I um, liked it. I'm trying to think of the word I want to use. It's because it's not the only word I can think of is is greasy, but it's not greasy. Do you know what I mean? Duck, just the way that but duck it is, is a good, right? But, it's a good grease. It's yeah. like a it, it's it's so flavorful it's so and good. delicious. And these were super good. Like going through because this is one of the last bites of something that I had. I would prefer to have this prior and finish with bites of some other things that we had. Because okay. this was the lasting impression in my palate as we were leaving where that's where I thought it was a little too acidic, but it was still absolutely delicious, right? That's fair. What's the next thing we had? Um, so we and this got was the super sh- nice. Patrick the, Yeah, we got the charcuterie. Um, we weren't planning on it, but he brought it and said somebody didn't want it. Um, so he just brought it to our table. Um, and this is house-made crushed um, excuse me, cured meats and accompaniments like blue cheese and mousse, toasted sourdough. Um, I think there was some honey on yeah, there. It was, yeah. Fig, something. Fig. There was like a fig tapenade mm-hmm. on there. Um, it was really, it was really it was good. This, it was, this was the worst thing out of everything, but it was still it, good. It's charcuterie. Yeah. So oh, it had um, a duck pastrami. Yeah. With it. You like that. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. It was charcuterie. Their regular charcuterie though is I think the best on property. Okay. And so knowing the other items, we had already eaten all the other items when he brought this out. And then knowing what the regular charcuterie is like, this just didn't live up to it, even though it was still okay. good. That makes sense. But yeah. again, it's charcuterie, so to me it's not anything I guess above and beyond mm-hmm. pretty much. But um yeah, but it was good. Standard. Yeah. Then um, um, they had the, Lucy and Caleb had the shrimp cocktail, mm-hmm. which is a classic cocktail sauce, citrus pearls, and an avocado mousse. Mm-hmm. They said it was great. Yeah. Shri- and these, these there was only three shrimp, but they are huge. Yep. They're the size of the ones over at Space 220. And where else did we have, where else did we have the shrimp on Disney property that I compared to Space 220? Remember that were huge? I can't remember right now. It'll probably come to me after we're done recording, but okay. they loved I this and remember. the shrimp looked perfectly cooked and they were absolutely giant uh let's move on next to do do i want to talk about this now or do i want to save it for last like i could do you want to leave the room 
for me to be alone with this item because I can talk about this for about the next half hour. Oh my lord, here we go. It's the best thing ever. This is the Derby Slider. It is bison and pork belly blend, Telegio cheese sauce, and a fig stout jam. There's two of them. There's two of them. They're, and they're good slider size. Yep. They're it's it's a nice thick patty, slider mm-hmm. patty with the jam and the cheese and everything. A super soft, delicious, like almost brioche style bun. Um this was the best thing I had all night. And if this was in full burger form and was available all of the time, you, people can hear the sound of your eyes rolling into the back of your head. Well, good. This is the best burger on property. Oh, there it is, folks. It's the best burger on property. Okay. And I was talking to Patrick about it, our, our cast member, and they got to try everything yeah. beforehand, like which is super cool. And he was just saying how unbelievably good it is. And I was like, have you been to Geyser Point? They got a bison burger. Because he was like, I'm so surprised with bison. Bison's so good because it it tastes like, like beef, mm-hmm. but without the grease and the fattiness. Oh, yeah. Like, But it, it has the flavor of beef without the actual like, like, you know how, like, regular ground beef and all can kind of almost weigh on your stomach a little bit? This doesn't. It's super, like, clean. Yeah. Bison is. And the blend with the pork belly, this thing was just, I mean, I ate it as slow as I could because after the first bite, I was so sad knowing that eventually it was going to be gone. Oh, my goodness. You should have just ordered more. I would, I'd pay, I'm going to, I might, 159 for the night, I might go back just to go. Here. Okay. I'll get four or five of these and I will sit at Brown Derby for all okay. four hours. And I will order one of these every half hour. Or I will make an entire burger. You, I, I know you're not in the same love relationship they were good. that I am. I really liked them, but um, oh there was other things to me I thought yeah. was a little bit better. Well, let's move um, on to the tuna uh, carpaccio. Yeah, we which got is, that. Um, mezcal pickled vegetables, salsa matcha, and avocado crema. Um, it is the most unappetizing tuna dish i've ever laid my eyes upon but it was fantastic so good so good you know what i think the problem was is the the vessel that it was served in is a um black shallow bowl as opposed to i think if this had been served in like a cream colored bowl or a white bowl Mm. i think the contrast in colors would have set it off more so when you see the tuna because it couldn't it's it's sliced so thin it only has one side right yeah you read a newspaper through it um it made the tuna look almost black. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it didn't. It did, we, when it, when it they was, sat it down, all four of us looked at it and were like, "That doesn't look appetizing yeah. at all." In fact, I almost wasn't going to even try it until you took a bite and you were like, "No, this is legit. You yeah. guys need to eat this." Yeah. And it was outstanding. Yes, it was. I loved it. Yes. Man, I just if they <laughs> if they just turned this menu into the new lounge menu. That would be amazing. Holy smokes. Because then there were the pork belly bowels, mm-hmm. which is Korean barbecue, uh, pork belly, of course, a cucumber slaw, and a soy vinaigrette. This is what I really, really liked. Good. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the bao bun was just perfect. The whole thing was really great to me. Yeah. So. I, I loved it, too. I just I preferred the slider oh, over yeah. it. But this this was the second best thing I had. And, and, and everything here was just... It was. It was I, we so thought good. everything was great, so. and it was. It was so nice because every. It was one of those where they came out as they were ready. Yeah, 
So they didn't just come and drop seven appetizers on your, your table. Right. You kind of got to enjoy them as you sat for but the night. But this was all that they were also serving. Yes, this is all they were serving. With so we ate the entire stuff. menu. Yeah. And yes. then they had some specialty cocktails and all. But this this was this was well worth the time. You know, if and, and I really, really wanted to meet Phineas and Ferb. We haven't met them in like a decade. Yeah. You know, they hadn't been at studios in so long. And I really, really wanted to meet them. But if somebody said, you can spend an hour enjoying the Hollywood Brown Derby or you can spend an hour wait for Phineas and Ferb. I mean, Hollywood Brown Derby every single time. Yeah. Even if they were like, there's no food available. You can just sit there, have a cocktail and watch a guy play piano. I'd be like, yeah, the setting and the atmosphere, yeah. everything about it. Like this was my favorite. This was almost my favorite part of the whole night. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, it was fun. We enjoyed it. It was nice to sit down too. Yes. And- just kind of chill because I also had heels on. Mm-hmm. So when well, we were we were we were out late the night before. Yeah, we were. Um, I stupidly was up very early that morning and decided to get out of bed and go hang out in the lobby for a little while, which I sincerely regretted. But I got my second win once we got to this this after hours event. Yeah. I think. Um, do you think this is worth it? Now we have people listening that have already bought their tickets, so hopefully. Yeah. They can they can learn from some of the things we did. They can prioritize. They can make and a plan. I mean, that's but the... for people that have not yet bought tickets, they are on the fence saying, I've got a trip coming up. It's it's there one of the nights that I'm there. I don't know yet if I want to get tickets or not. Is it worth it? What? The whole thing? Yeah. Is it worth spending 160 so, 100%. to $180 a person to go to this? Absolutely. Okay. And especially because of all the stuff we missed. What if you have kids? No. I that don't was think a lot I of would. that was a lot of so, confusion too, and Disney never said this was an adult. Correct, but there was a hours. lot of comfort. Uh, but their marketing that? made it seem that way. Yeah, and so I think there's a lot of people. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that were unaware that it was going to feel very much adult only, then. and and then and they brought kids and were a little disappointed, or they thought it was adults only. But you could bring kids. You like, can. Yeah. I mean, and all the like all the rides were still open. Yeah, all right? the rides are open, by the way, and and the, and the wait times were not bad at all from okay. what we were seeing. Like, Kaylin would have loved this, I think. But she's not a child. I know, but still, I when you say child, I'm thinking under ten years old. Would you? Would yeah. you bring an under ten no. year old to this? No. No. Yeah, I can see that. Um, just because there's not. A ton of things for them to want to right. do. You're going to be. You're basically going unless to, you're going to ride. Yeah, you're going to ride and you're going to see characters. And, so, and that's and a lot. Characters. And that is a lot of money to spend on that. That is. It's a whole lot. Of um, money. but I mean, you know, you still get Hollywood Sunset Boulevard, mm-hmm. where the um Olaf and yeah, they Sunset were still, Seasons Greetings was still was playing all night say. long, yep. which was great. Snoping all yep. on that place too, yep. and it was just. And that I love. I just love that. Um, I love the holidays there. Yeah. I love all the decorations everywhere. So, I mean, I again, that, that's a lot of money. Um, and if you're the parent that's like, oh well, I want to go do this. I want to go do that. Right. I would go ahead and try to get a babysitter and leave yeah. the kids at home. Yeah. So and you know, make it a date night. It, and and another thing that we never prioritize with these is rides. Correct. You know, now. Part of that's because we go often enough that we're not, we don't, you know, we don't worry if we miss a ride, we'll do it the next time or whatever. But if rides are your focus, you can spend a lot less money 
learning and utilizing Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes than paying 160 to 180 dollars a person oh, to ride rides. Yeah. Right. So I, I wouldn't put a focus on that. Correct. For this price point, I I can't imagine they're not going to do this next year. I so hope they do. I hope so too. I will go. I think we'll go back in a heartbeat. And you know, and it might be one where next year we decide. All right, well, we're not going to do the the holiday show. You know, we're going to see the. We're going to go ahead and watch the Nightmare Before Christmas one first thing. If the menu is the exact same for Hollywood Brown Derby, maybe we would decide. All right, let's skip that and let's try and do some character meet and greets, or let's try and check out some of the other entertainment or whatever. Um, but it was just one of those that. To me, the feel of it was just really cool. Yeah. And next year, I want to go more towards the middle because this was the first one. Yes. Because um, I went and got a um, specialty cocktail from the bar that's right there by Indiana Jones. Yeah, Oasis Canteen. And it was the sugar cookie martini and other people's pictures and stuff was very pretty and it was really cool. He basically like... Just poured the drink, dropped the biscotti thing in it, yeah. and handed it to me. Yeah. No sprinkles. And it was more towards the end of the night. It was like 1130. It was 1130. Point. But still, like, so I don't know if, unfortunately, he had just been frustrated with the night. I bet at the and I like, this is one of those at the end of the night, I bet every single one of those cast members could have used a hug. Every single yeah. one working on yeah. an opening first night like this, where not only do you have to entertain the the standard guests like us who have spent a lot of money, and again, you can understand yeah. frustrations. They're also having to entertain media and influencers and and all of that stuff. I, I bet it was a rough night for yeah for cast members. Yeah, because so. I was I was sad about that, but then I'm like I'm like I guess I'm not gonna say anything. Right. Um. So yeah, it was just. And then did you get any? Other specialties around? No, because all of, I mean, any chance you were getting at specialty food or drink, the lines were just yeah. insane. Yeah. And that's, was, that's the sad part, too, where I want to go more towards the middle, mm -hmm. maybe next yep. time. Um, yeah, we'd go in December next focus, year is what we would do. And focus a little bit more on other things. Because yeah. I didn't get any sweet treats. Right, I know. Which I love my sweet treats. Yeah. But I mean, again, with all that being said, but I look we forward, missed out on a lot, we did, and we, we still had an outstanding time. We did. We still absolutely loved it, and, we did. and I don't regret spending the money Correct. whatsoever. And I just started to say, I do look forward to next year, because I had such a great time, and I, I mean, that's just like the first time we did the Christmas party, or the yeah. Halloween party, yeah. and I was like, man, we, got, we didn't get this, we didn't right. get that, and I mean... It finally took how many years have we been going to the Halloween party that we finally we like, felt like we finally had a perfect one. Well, yeah, yeah, and we got to do what like everything we yep. wanted, and yeah. so um, I was a little nervous about tonight or about that night because of getting to try to do everything, and I'm glad now that we're talking about it. I feel disappointed, but I'm glad I didn't at the time, and I feel yeah. disappointed for y'all that are listening. Yeah, I feel disappointed that. We didn't try to do more to talk about it and, you know, give y'all experience that we did. But, but, it, but it's also not like we just sat around and twiddled our thumbs. Correct. We, we were we were doing everything we could. This is what we were able to do. Correct. Um, four but, hours just isn't enough time. Correct. But like we just said, neither are the parties, you know, over at Magic right. Kingdom. There's never it's never enough time. 
I mean, that's the same thing with somebody going, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to Disney during food and wine, and I've got two days allocated to Epcot to try all the food and wine stuff. Is that enough? No. no. Yeah. We've, we've been a dozen or more times during food and wine, and, and we're still, I'm, I can go back right now and be like, dang, we didn't do these bunch of things. Like, we still didn't, you know, we, we didn't get some of our fan favorites that are there year after year. You know, we did all the new stuff, but there's just never enough time. Yeah. But if you can go in knowing that, any disappointment that comes out of it is that's on you. Yeah. At that point, you know, you you cannot go into Jollywood Nights thinking you're going to do it all. Correct. Plain and Please simple. don't. So prior yeah. so my biggest like um you know opinion would be is to make sure like do your research. I looked at Jeremy like at one point because Caleb and I are just along for the ride and I looked at him and I said, "Are you and Lucy doing your research because I didn't want to go in blind like yeah. the um, cruise right. and I wanted to have like, all right, what is our like goal? And, and that's one thing Lucy said to me this morning that um, they don't love having to try to run around right. and do all that. Um, so she, they still had a great time, but I think she would like to, they would like to next time. She would do, I think they would do it again. Yeah. And then they would just like to leisurely and right. kind of just right. do whatever instead of, I think, what we try to do. Right. Which is, yeah, trying to get everything right. kind of done. And then, you know, there was some people there we wanted to see. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was just, yeah. Yeah. I, I had I had such a great time. I enjoyed getting dressed up. Yes. Like, that's just fun. We don't, we don't do it a lot. And I absolutely hate wearing a suit, but I love doing it for things like these. So, we really... We enjoyed ourselves yep. and, you know, you can take this as a listener and if you've you've already got your tickets because we've got a bunch of friends that are going at the end of the month here. Yes. Um, I think it's the November 29th one or somewhere around there. Um, hopefully they can learn from this and prioritize and figure out what they want to do. And then, you know, if you were on the fence about buying tickets for this and this episode made you decide not to, then, then I hope we saved you a lot of money. Yes. And if it makes you decide to buy tickets, then I hope we helped you in that manner because yes. that's... You know, that's what we're here for. And like I said last episode, I think it was, that's why we wanted to go. We didn't want to go to be first. We wanted to go to to bring this information to y'all as soon as we could. Correct. So, you know, that's why we're sitting here on a Sunday after just getting home recording. So we go, we can get this out Tuesday. Yep. You know, before the next before the next after hours happens for Jollywood Nights, people can listen to this. And I know we've got a lot of folks that are even going next Saturday right. that are interested to hear about it. Um, and, you know, considering we had such an amazing time and did yes. the things we really did want to do. And had no information prior and had no, we had a plan, but not a true plan. Right. Now everybody else, you can make a plan yep. and you can get done what you want to get done and, and have fun. If you are going and you were not going to dress up, think about it. It's a yeah, lot of fun. It is. It really is. But a it's lot of neat. people do. Yeah. So. And, 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 and there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like you see when, when people who drive Jeeps, every time somebody driving a Jeep sees another person in a Jeep, they're just like. What's up, fam? Like, you know, like, and that's how it felt. Yeah. Like, every time we saw somebody else they dressed like, up, nice, we, yeah. we both, like, comment to each other, yeah. like, hey, how you doing? Like, you know, and it was just, that part was super duper cool. So, yeah. um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you go to one of these other After Hours events, we would absolutely love to hear what your experience is like, uh, what you got to yes. do that maybe we didn't. 
Um, and then we can put out that on our plan for next year. Yep. Uh, you can go out on social media at Main ST Magic. Uh, you can always send us uh, email magic at mainstmagic.com uh, to either share your information or, or you know say whatever you want to there. Um, if you hit subscribe, you get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Friday's episode, we will cover the food we had at Narcusi's, mm. uh, the holiday menu, menu at Jock Lindsay's Hangar mm-hmm. Bar. We tried a whole bunch of that stuff, mm-hmm. which is going to be around for the rest of the season through December. Um, so we can talk about that and a few other things. And uh, yeah, you could also go ahead while you're out there, you can leave us a rating and review. Because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.